0: Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from So -so Delay. I know I'm going to get cut off because I just called my mother a while ago. She didn't pick up either of her phones, so she's going to call me back, and it's probably going to be while I'm recording, but, you know, it's fine. Um, What I'm saying is that, uh, and what I was trying to say this morning, but I was too close to work, and then it was time for me to be quiet. So that ping, ping, ping sound. Oh, I have stuff on the chair, that's why. Oh, okay. It's the passenger seat belt thing. The, um... The, um... That means that I have a cast iron pot sitting on the seat. And, um... It's so heavy. It's registering as if it's, uh... As if, if it's a, a person that's bigger than a, a baby, so it's <laughs> just bugged out. So the um, you know the political landscape. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are. I've seen certain family members become political, or start making political-related commentary. All of a sudden, politics has become a major source of our distraction and entertainment and stress. Um, I don't remember it being this much of a thing in prior years. I don't remember it being such a thing in prior years, but, you know, of course I was younger then and, you know, older people and adults seem to like to entertain themselves, I guess, occupy their time with political conversation and political subject matter. Um, I've also found that there's a lot of people uh, turning to religion in these later years. Um, uh, Which makes sense because we're going to be seeing the Almighty soon enough, right? So we're closer to the death than, than, than the young kids. So you know, the young, when we were younger, we felt invisible. We were invincible. We weren't even thinking about those things and humbling ourselves. Also, we didn't have certain responsibilities. Also, uh, you know, we didn't have certain aches and pains and uh, losing family members, you know. But as time progresses, you, you know, you go through more pain and you start to have to seek solace in, in uh, spirituality, which is better and more sustainable than seeking solace in uh, material things, whether it's people or controlled substances or prescription drugs or um, something that you got to pay for. Like I said, you don't got to pay for prayers anymore. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) what I've noticed regarding the political landscape is... um, They mostly try to get us to hate something. They say, oh... Be angry about this. Be angry about that. This is an attack. This is an attack. To put you in a war mode. To put you in an adversarial mode. And, you know, we've seen the explosion. Well, in my opinion... We've seen more videos, more and more videos of people fighting online. You know, I think I did a post about the two women fighting in Walmart, which was tragic, fighting in front of the little boy. Um, because we're being put into this warrior mode, this adversarial mode. Even the music is in an adversarial kind of way, you know, like the people talking about in their songs, my haters, or... Um, the ops or whatever the case may be, you know, it's uh, very adversarial. And I don't think, uh, you know, we should be in that state, especially when we're in a peaceful, for the most part, we're in a peaceful environment, but somehow, um, you know, advertisers and those who want something from us, whether it's advertisers or those who want our votes, they want us to be in an angry state so it would seem that anger provokes action right but is it possible that we can use love to provo- promote action I mean I guess it doesn't get uh, a a knee jerk well no that's not true actually they're playing on that love emotion too because that's what they used to manipulate us to um, engage in materialism and consumerism over these holidays. Father's Day if you don't get something for Father's Day, you're mad. If you don't get something for Mother's Day, you're mad. If you don't get something for your birthday, you're mad. If you don't get something for Valentine's Day, you're mad. If you don't go you know, somewhere for Easter, you're mad. If you don't go Uh, If you don't get something for Christmas, you're mad. You know, if you don't uh, dress up for Halloween, you think you're missing out. Well, Halloween is not really about love. But Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, Christmas. They've attached, you know, the, the, the advertisers, the product sellers, industry has attached love with material and spending, which helps to drive the economy, which we all benefit from because we all work in the economy. Yes, but um, some of these things uh, are, you know, also causing people to be disappointed and depressed, uh, you know, when they don't have these expectations fulfilled. When these expectations are, or they don't feel people are reciprocating, or whatever the case may be. So, these same guilt trips of these holidays, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Christmas. Guilt tripping people, well, actually, you know, it's partially guilt tripping, it's partially tying it to love and saying that you don't love so and so if you don't get them something you don't love your mother if you don't get your mother and talking about that I didn't get my mother anything for Mother's Day oh my gosh but she wasn't in town anyway so the um oh my goodness and I feel bad (laughs) and I feel bad about that but um what am I saying now Um, what I'm saying is that, um, hmm. what I'm saying is, um, what am I saying? (laughs) What I'm saying is, um. A lot of negative emotions are being pulled on some of them some of our positive emotions some you know like love or whatever high vibration low vibration low vibration emotions like hate and anger um are definitely being used a lot or being um capitalized on upon a lot by advertisers and political interests and i think that's very unfortunate um because it's permeating other parts of our lives. We're feeling stressed about it. We feel like we're fighting this and we're fighting that and we're fighting this. Um, it, it's, and, and many of these things that we're, we feel urgency about or that we're fighting about, whatever, may not even affect us directly or affect us in our um, locality. It may not even be pertaining to our locality, you know, um yes, we care about a butterfly effect, yes, we care about our neighbors, yes, we care about people in other countries, we don't want them to suffer, we don't want other people to suffer, you know, we don't want other people to suffer, so we're concerned about what goes on with other people, but some of these subject matters, we're internalizing them. As if they're happening on our local level, and this is what's being conveyed, and, uh, and, and, and we're being convinced that yo, you know what, this is happening over there, and it's just a matter of time before it happens to you. So you need to, you need to come over here and, and 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 get mad about this, and you know. Oh, wait, he's showing them a tree. That's a poisonous tree right there. The um, I don't know if it's poisonous. I don't know. The- <laughs> the, um, what am I saying? So it's very unfortunate. And um, I had said before, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from political content, um, consuming political content. Uh, those things are stressors. Similarly, um, I mean, we've already established social media causes so many problems, but I also try to stay away from I'm gonna use a, a colloquialism or a, you know a modern terminology it's called thirst trap you know what I mean or or, or raunchy or even provocative images I don't I avoid those at all costs um, not maybe for any kind of moral high ground or any religious or whatever um, reason but it's not um, It's not helpful. It's more distraction. It's more frustration. It's more temptation. There's nothing useful in looking at those images. Now advertisers use these same provocative, raunchy, uh, whatever you want to call it, images to sell products. And that's understandable because it evokes emotion, emotion, and it evokes feelings in people. And when you evoke emotion, emotion, and feelings in people, they act. You know, because we, we we we're really emotional. We're not working off of uh, you know a lot of times logic, or in the time that the chemical reaction is taking place in your body or in your brain. The the, the whole fact of a of a um. The the the, 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 the 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 whole logic is not even a consideration. Now, for example, I was working on my car. And I was tired because I was working on a car from 7 p.m. And it came around to about be about 3 a.m. now. So that's five, eight hours. So eight hours I was working in the night. From the evening to the night I was working. It was 4 a.m so finally I got to the part that I, I needed to, to remove removed it put the new part in and I made a very amateur electrical mistake, now I have training somewhat in industrial electronics um, I took physics in school which also taught me electronics, taught me electrical theory and I have experience putting together circuit boards sometimes and stuff like that you know I understand and I've done electrical work in houses so I made such an amateur mistake because I was tired and I did not use my full logic I did not I just just I was just going through the motions you know so similarly sometimes we're faced with certain th- certain things we don't we don't exercise logic because we didn't necessarily we're overlooking something or we don't think there's any logic that necessarily needs to be applied to this we're just going to act or you know it's not even a consideration i don't even know how to verbalize it but it's not even a consideration of well, you need to vet this situation. You need to evaluate this situation. You need to double check it. You need to make sure that the mathematical model is right. You need to make sure that the theory is right. You need to make sure that the syntax is right. You need to make sure that the tone is right. All these things, you know, I mean, it's a lot of work. Oh, no, this is an accident. It's a lot of work to do that. But it saves you, you know, it saves you some headache later on. But for you to be aware of it, sometimes it takes failing to do that. So anyhow, um, to, yeah, for instance, even at work, something happened regarding a project, and now we're hypersensitive about this same thing on on the future projects. So you become hypersensitive and aware. After something happens, you know what I mean. After it's brought to your, to you by somebody else or whatever the case may be. Um, anyhow, so why was I saying that? I don't ever know. Yeah. So when when these advertisers or political people, basically all salespeople, whether it's a corporation or a politician, they're salespeople. They're trying to sell us. They're trying to convince us of something so that we can give them our votes or give them our money or something like that when we um, encounter their content it's it's um it's trying to convince and some and it's trying to manipulate our reality so by making things so urgent and scary and putting us in an adversarial mode in a low vibration state we don't think logically maybe we don't even have the tools nor the the process to think logically because there's, there's, you know, what's the, what's the ex- it, 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 there's a thing in, in, in school called, I think it's called a scientific process, a, I think there's something called scientific process, and it starts with hypothesis, um, like theory, experiment, something, 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 something like that, I forgot, what, I don't remember the scientific process. But we might not even have the process to evaluate what's going on with us at the time. That's what I really wanted to say. That's what I wanted to say. We don't have the scientific process. We don't have the mathematical process or whatever to evaluate what's going on. This politician or this salesperson is telling me this. And I don't know in what way to evaluate it. I don't know in what way to process it. I don't know in what way to determine whether what is being said to me is something that I should give energy to at all or I should or how should I respond? Yeah, how should I respond? How should I respond? You know? Anyhow. Oh, it was flag day at school. Or oh, for the no, when is it? Oh, flag days, that's I gotta find out when the flag day. That little kid grew up tall now, oh my goodness. She's as tall as our mom now, that's crazy. I these people, they used to always walk, 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 walk all the time, walk all the time. I've seen them walking for the past, I don't know, five years. Of course the kid can't stay small for five years, or what, what am I thinking? Anyhow. They still walk in, but they, they, you know, the baby's all grown up. Imagine that when my son is as tall as I am. It won't be too long. Now, the, uh, what am I saying? Um, (laughs) nice. The uh, the guy got a Porsche, BMW, and a, I don't know what that the other thing is. But the um, yeah. So they want to manipulate our emotions and use our low vibration emotions, whether it's sex or whether it's hate or whether it's anger or whether it's guilt. Yeah, cause those holiday things, the Christmases. The Valentine's Day, the Father's Day, the Mother's Day. A lot of the the time, you feel obligated because of guilt. You feel guilty. You feel shame if you don't do it. You feel guilty that you didn't do whatever. You don't give a gift, give a material, go to the store and buy something. These are all low vibration energies, in my opinion. Guilt, fear, shame, hate. Why are these the go-to emotions played upon by vendors, by politicians, by corporations that are selling products? Why? Can they? What is love then? Which one of the emotions is, I mean, I know what fear is. I know what shame feels like. I know what hate feels like. I know what anger feels like. They're so... acute. You don't even have to explain it. Now, love... huh? I don't know if you can even explain that. Because... You know, at least the way that I... Evaluated, which may not be the best way. Which probably a very unfortunate and uh, jaded way. Which is, it's a dependency. It's transactional. When somebody say they love a person or they love something, that means they want to um, have that thing. Own that thing, whatever the case, whichever way you want to look at it. If you say you love dogs, well, no, that doesn't work. Because if you love dogs, you don't necessarily own dogs, but you're nice to them when you see them. They just make you happy. They just make you happy by being. Oh, oh my goodness, that's love right there. I just found it. I just found it. Love. Is when something makes you feel good. By just existing. Oh my goodness. Profound. Boom. Because look here now. If you're one of these. uh, Possessive. Oppressive. uh, Abusive people. What you're expressing is not love what you're expressing is uh, some kind of dependency or traumatic expression, some kind of PTSD expression, where the person has to be yours. Because look at it like this. I can love dogs and not own a dog. I just wear them, just knowing that the dogs exist and the dogs are running around happy. Uh, just knowing that they exist. Just makes me feel good. Just knowing that different kinds exist and they're there. and Wherever they are, they, they're happy. They don't have to be my dog. I don't have to own the dog. Now, in the case of human beings who are suffering from PTSD, borderline personality disorder, possessive, and abusive, They want to own and control a person because they feel a fear of abandonment. So they're working in a low vibration state of fear. Oh my goodness. If I love dogs, I don't fear if the dog wants to go away. if the dog wants to run away, I'm going to look for the dog. I'm going to be like, where's the dog? But the dog doesn't want to be around you anymore. You should still be happy as long as the dog is happy. As long as the dog is okay. Even if it lives somewhere else. Of course, maybe you want to visit the dog. Maybe you want to see the dog. But you only have to own it. You just want to make sure, you just want to know that it's okay. You just want to take care of it, if anything. Make sure that it's okay. So I just figured it out. Love is just being happy that something exists. And it doesn't require a transaction, it doesn't require it giving you anything. It doesn't require you taking anything from it. It doesn't require any of that. It doesn't require it being in your ownership. It just requires you existing, so. Wow, 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 man, wow. Yeah, that's it, man, that's it. Now, something else that's transactional, well, that's different. Something where you want something, from something that's not necessarily love that's transactional that's that's just one plus one equals two that's just I don't know what you call that that's transactional that's 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 chemical reaction there's nothing really spiritual or whatever about that that's 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 physical that's temp that's um terrestrial in my opinion you don't want anything you don't want anything. You don't need nothing from them. Then there's no fear. There's also no fear. There's no... Yeah, because, you know, borderline personality disorder people are very possessive. And they fear abandonment. So they're working in that negative low vibration of fear. Somebody that loves somebody. Um, or whatever we're... Uh, you know what it's not what is shown on tv and all of this stuff i just coined the definition of love just now i just found it maybe somebody else said it before it's just being happy that something exists that's it i don't have nothing more to say about that <laughs> wow man hopefully i remember that i'm going to listen back to this later on thanks for listening